It's time to tailgate. No, we tailgate. Taking a look around the world of college sports. This is the tailgate on the Steakhouse. Brought to you by all four seasons garage and entry doors. Big enough to serve, small enough to care. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. When you recruit at a national level, you end up with Brock Bowers, who I guess it was three Januarys ago, showed up he on was campus. In a, he was in a COVID class. His senior year was canceled. He did not get to play high school football his senior year. So he was on a COVID class. He got to take no official visits. He and his family had to fly around the country. They went to Washington. They went to LSU. And they went to Georgia. And they walked those campuses to get a feel. The decision of Brock Bowers showing up at Georgia helped shape the finest era in Georgia football history. He leaves with two national titles. He leaves with a uh, undefeated or a, a winning two time, streak. Two-time two Orange Bowl champion, Peach Bowl champion, two national championships, SEC championship, three-time All-American. Three-time All-American. And two time, only two-time ever Mackey Award winner at tight end, ever. He's the best college football player I think I have seen live. Um, I'm trying to think about I'm going to give you some Georgia guys, just comparing them to them. Okay. This is the Mount Rushmore of Georgia football and where he ranks. Um, Herschel Walker. He's below. But right at that level. Definitely. Uh, David Pollock. Yes. Even. Even. Three-time All-American. Garrison Hurst. Ahead. He had three better years than Garrison, even though Garrison was one of the best running backs ever to play at Georgia. Aaron Murray. Yeah, ahead of Aaron Murray. Champ Bailey. Yes. But Champ is right there dynamically. Todd Gurley? Ahead. Nick Chubb? Ahead. Stetson Bennett? Ahead. Yeah, Stetson Bennett's a great story. Great story, yeah. But Not he, even half a football player. He's going to be a top 10, top 10 pick. Heinz Ward? Ahead. He, equally great players, but ahead. Ahead, yeah. You got him. You because he has the combination that none of these other guys have other than Herschel, which is you, you're not only – an, an, an All-American, but you actually have the W's and the national titles, the natties to go with it. Here's what people don't talk about enough. Every single time Herschel Walker played a team, he had an eight, nine-man box he had to run against. Every time Brock Bowers stepped on the field, he was the target of the defense. And they tried to defend him. They tried to double-team him, and they were unable to. What do you think Brock Bowers looks like in the National Football League Ooh. when we look at his career eight years from now. If he stays healthy, he will be a dominant, dominant, high-level, high-level NFL player. God, but, bl- God but, bless you if you're picking top ten and you have to pass on Brock Bowers, maybe because of quarterback, right? Yeah. Maybe uh, because you found that tackle that you've been looking for and there's a couple of guys up front. That that they're getting that talked was it. about. So that would be the it would be Alt, the left tackle. Yep. Okay, it would be a quarterback, I get it. And it would be Marvin Harrison Jr. And and after that, it's Brock Bowers. You just laid it out there perfect. That's it. You yeah. just laid it out there perfect. Yep. And and Marvin Harrison is as short bet as there is, and he's gonna get more catches because he's at wide receiver. Yep. But I'm telling you that I have never watched a player go harder, have better hands. Runs at run after the catch type athleticism. Break tackles. Um, the guy that's going to set the tone for your team. Break tackles. Have speed. I mean, Brock Bowers. It's like every time I went to Sanford Stadium, probably seven games in Brock Bowers' career. Every time he was the best player on the field, and he made a play to win the game. 
and that includes this year. I think he had the the game break and play against uh, South Carolina, the play against Missouri. Um, at Auburn. Two years ago. Second half touchdown against Auburn. Second half touchdown against Auburn. Put them away. I, I mean, uh, Brock Bowers is the legend with a capital L at the top of it. No but doubt. Let's talk about Jim Harbaugh. Rumors continue to float. He hired Don Yee as his agent to handle NFL conversations. A lot of talk that Jim Harbaugh will exit after all the Michigas at Michigan from this year. He wants to end with a national title. He will have a multitude of NFL offers with crazy money. Not that he's not going to make crazy money in Michigan as well. Yes or no, would you take him in Atlanta? Yeah, of course. I mean, you have I would to. Too. Yeah. Wins everywhere. I would too. The guy has a football mind that is is savant-like, right? A little quirky. but on, Very strange. But, on, but on, on the field, very high football. Account. Here he is after the game just talking Michigan and talking about what's his priorities. You know, it's just the way this team de- is built um, and the way how connected they are as as players and, and we are as a team. It's it's unanimous support for each and every guy. And, um, you know, it's almost been an unfair advantage. I mean, all the things. That, that, that's the quote that, that uh, everybody's you know, the, using the is this thing about it being an unfair advantage. I mean, of how tight they are. But I'll tell you one thing. They got their hands full. With Michael Penix Jr. Straight darts. This guy. Up to a five-point favorite. Yep. Three NFL wide receivers on that Washington sideline. A quarterback playing with an edge. He doesn't understand. Deadly accurate. He he can't understand why they're underdog in every game they play of late. Washington. Yep. Everybody said it was a, you know, a a fait accompli that Oregon would beat him in the Pac-12 title game, right? Yeah. Not going to beat him twice. Not beat him twice. You're not going to be Texas. It's going to be Texas, Michigan, or Texas, Alabama. It's yep. got to be, right? Oregon's in. They're yeah. going to beat Washington. And and those guys just keep coming at you and coming at By you. By the way, they were a 10-point dog. In the Oregon game? Yes. Second Th- time. Think about that for a second, guys. 10-point dog. Now, I remember Andy on that, fr- on that Friday, Andy going, guys, I'm all over that 10. We might not beat them. I'm all over that 10. Yeah, and they were the better team from, the, from minute one in that sure. game as well. And playing with an edge. And they'll have that same edge. You're hearing ticket sales are robust. It's like 1800 I saw this morning for, like, upper level. You know, think a little bit about Georgia traveling to Indianapolis, where it felt like for Kirby Smart it was the coronation of building their program back. Remember the state of affairs that University of Michigan football was in prior to Jim Harbaugh, right? Yeah, yeah. Here's this proud program. Ohio State keeps whooping our ass. We're not in the hunt for a national title. How many years is going to be in between? And Jim Harbaugh has come there, and I feel like the state of Michigan and all these Michigan alum are pouring into Houston thinking, Rusty, this is our coronation. We're going to get back our national title that is our rightful place. Since, what, 97? Charles Woodson and those guys? Yeah. But think about this. The Georgia fans swarmed that place in 2021. Alabama had been there, done that. If Georgia had played Texas and Indianapolis – those ticket prices would have been triple. Right. That's you know, where that's, wa- that's the deal is. you got to be realistic. Washington's going to travel, but it's different kind of money and it's different kind of fan base. The University of Michigan thinks they're going there to get their national title and yes. party their ass off. Yes. And there's only one guy that stands in their way, right? Michael Penix Jr. Yeah. So I'm ready for it. 